The American League MVP debate right now is Shohei Otani versus Aaron Judge. But I want to know, could we see another Shohei Otani come out of the minors? Let's talk about it. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer and podcaster, and thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And Shohei Otani is obviously a very unique talent. Uh, won the 2021 AL MVP award, uh, you know, is is frequently on lists with guys like Babe Ruth for pitching and hitting excellence at the same time. Uh, This whole thing was inspired by Saturday's Angels game. Shohei hit a 106-mile-an-hour double. And he also, for the first time in his career, hit 101 on a pitch. And so a tweet came out. uh, The the, the tweet, I think, dropped on, on Sunday. It was from Codify Baseball, is the Twitter account, at Codify Baseball. And they, they had a picture of Shohei putting up one finger, and they said the number of people on the planet who can throw a pitch at greater than 101 miles per hour and hit a pitch at greater than 106 miles per hour in the same inning. And so you've seen two-way players in baseball. You've seen guys who can both pitch and hit. You've seen position players pitch often enough where they get fantasy eligibility at pitcher and all of that stuff. But I think this is a really good definition of not only being a two-way player, but being a very good two-way player, being very, very good at both aspects of the job. And so I wanted to look at, do we have an opportunity? Is there somebody in the minor leagues who could maybe do this one day? So I went through, uh, I've got some, some, some ideas, some guys that may possibly be able to do both of those accomplishments. Throw a pitch 101 miles an hour and hit a ball at 106. So let's go through this. The first guy that is a possibility for this is shortstop Mason Wynn of the Cardinals. 2020 second round pick out of high school, 5'11", 180. So uh, played both ways in high school, actually played both ways a little bit in the pros. He had one pitching outing last year, but as the offense has come along, as he started to be able to hit a little more reliably, uh, he's, he's kind of put pitching aside. But he has the talent. He was a shortstop in the Futures game over the summer, and we saw him hit 100 miles an hour in a throw from short, to first, really bothered Justin Turner. Justin Turner really had an issue with that, but we saw him hit 100 miles an hour on a throw from short to first. Typically, you get lower velocity from flat ground than from the mound. So the thought process is if he could hit 100 from short, he could probably hit 101 from the mound. Offensively, not known for his power, but 
A 106-mile-an-hour ball is not outside of the realm of possibility for any hitter. If you go and and um, look at how many different MLB hitters have hit a ball 106 miles an hour this year, you're looking at 472 guys have accomplished an exit velo of 106 on a on a batted ball. So I'm going to assume that anybody who's a decent hitter could do that. You get your pitch, you square it up particularly well, you can probably do that. So Mason wins a guy... Fully a position player now, but has the arm strength still. I think if you wanted to see this happen, it could happen. Now, I don't think he's going to end up continuing to be a a pitcher. I think he's pretty much just a position player now, just a shortstop. But the talent's there. A guy that is still doing both. Bubba Chandler of the Pirates. 2021 third rounder out of high school. 6'3", 200. And... Uh, Pitching-wise, touched 99.4 this year. I believe that was in a low-A game. So he can theoretically get to 101 with some more development. Not quite there yet. But you can see the arm talent to get there, right? And then he's been DHing occasionally while he starts. So uh, this year, he actually got 102 at-bats combined between rookie ball and low-A. Uh, slash line isn't fantastic, 196, 331, 382, uh, but he hit four home runs. Something where uh, has the has the talent to hit 106 on a batted ball, but um, not quite sure if he's going to end up as a position player or a pitcher. I think he'll end up as a pitcher with some DHing. Uh, 41 and a third innings over 14 games this year, 261 ERA, 60 walks to 28 strikeouts. I'm sorry, 60 strikeouts to 28 walks. The walk figure is a little high, but that's going to kind of decide what ends up happening for him as a pitcher is kind of harnessing that a bit. You can see the talents there. Hunter Green for the Reds uh, was one of the guys, and actually Baseball America wrote some of the stuff up, and they mentioned him as a guy they thought was a prospect. 6'4", 215. He was a 2017 first rounder out of high school. Uh, Played two ways as well. He was a short shortstop, had some decent pop as a righty. Um, actually played, like, DH'd some in 2018. Was hitting in the minors as recently as 2021. Uh, he, got, he got 19 at-bats in 2021 as a DH. Ended up 3-for-19 um, with an RBI. And so... Uh, the raw power is there. Obviously, velocity-wise, we've seen him hit 101 already. He's got a lot of a lot of power in that arm. And then the fourth guy, who I think is one of your best possibilities of throwing a pitch 101 and hitting a ball 106, Reggie Crawford of the Giants. So, uh, 2022 first rounder out of out of high school, 6'4", 235, as a lefty. Big boy, great velocity, 99 miles an hour. You love that from a lefty. Just something a lot of guys can't do as a lefty. It's that's that super high velocity is really a righty thing, but I love it. He was announced by the Giants as both a first baseman and a pitcher. He hit in high school, was a pretty good hitter in high school. Um, recovering from Tommy John right now, so you're probably not going to see him on the mound until towards the middle to end of next year. And I would imagine you're probably not going to see him 
hitting until maybe 2024. I don't think they're going to bring him back doing both at the same time. But they announced him as a first baseman and a uh, and a pitcher. So we'll see what happens there. But best prospects to have a chance to do both of those things in a game at one time. In just a minute, there's some other guys. And Baseball America did a great write-up of some of these other guys. I didn't even know about some of these uh, that are already in MLB that have done both of these things, but not necessarily at the same time or in the same game. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Blue Chew. Summer's winding down, the nights are getting longer, but the breeze is not the only thing that's getting stiff. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. It's especially true in the bedroom especially when it's time to step up to the plate. And that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can either plan ahead or be ready when an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part is it's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, uh, no no waiting in line at the pharmacy, no awkward conversations and eye contact with the nurse or the, uh, the pharmacy tech or anybody like that. Blue Juice tablets are made in the U.S., prepared and shipped directly to your door in a discreet package. So we're talking about pitches hitting 101 Exit below hitting 106. If you feel like you just don't quite have the zip on your fastball that you need, if you feel like you just can't knock one out of the park when it's laid up there for you, call our friends at Blue Chew. If you can benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, chew it and do it. We got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code locked on at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code locked on L O C K E D O N to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluechew for sponsoring the podcast. Okay. Uh, again, tons of credit to the Baseball America here. They wrote up um, the second, you know, some of these guys that are already in the big leagues that may have actually, like, they have done some of these things already. Uh, just not at the same time. So, first one, Michael Lorenzen of the Angels came up into professional baseball as an outfielder who also pitched. He has hit 106 miles an hour exit velo in games before. He has had four pitches of 100 miles an hour in his career. Not touched 101, but he's one mile an hour away. A little bit of focused work you can get there. Uh, the Reds kind of struggled with figuring out how to get him to do it both at the same time, which I understand there's not a roadmap for this. This is not something that is incredibly common and that we have a long track record of guys being able to do at the big league level. Shohei Otani's pretty much the exception. Uh, Lorenzen's now with the Angels. He is a starting pitcher, and so he does not throw as hard. Uh, he has to, you know, make his stuff last all throughout the inning or all throughout the outing. Uh, if he wants a little more zip on his fastball, maybe he should call Blue Chew. But uh, has hit 106 with the bat and then has thrown 100. So he's got the stuff to be right there at it. Uh, Brendan McKay of the Rays. Def- uh, two-way player all the way up to the majors. We've seen him pitch. We've seen him play the field. 
Uh, never really kind of got close to 100 miles an hour off the mound. Uh, and then right now is dealing with a shoulder injury. Don't know. If, you know, Shoulder injuries, I feel like, are much more impactful for a pitcher than an elbow injury is. Uh, even a, with a Tommy John or something. So not quite sure where his velocity is going to come back. Uh, probably is not going to come back to the level where you can reasonably expect him to hit 101 with a pitch. So Brendan McKay uh, might be out of this now, given the shoulder injury. Uh, Tanner Dodson of the Rays. Two-way player for the Rays. Um, fastball's up in the high 90s. Uh, just something where he struggled offensively. And so he's fine, you know, and then he's had a lot of injuries. And so he finally dropped hitting. His final year of, of hitting, 2021 in high A, 30, he, 25 at-bats, uh, one for 25, one run scored, four walks, 14 strikeouts. So .040 batting average. Don't quite necessarily think he's there. I think he's probably kind of done with that now. Um. Two more guys that they that they found and they put in the article is Rays reliever Javi Guerra. Started off actually as a position player. Uh, made it to the majors as a shortstop. Um, and then has converted to relief. So as a reliever, uh, he has thrown 101 miles an hour. So we have checked that box. Um, offensively, well, he became a he he became a pitcher because he struggled at the plate. So um, it's one of those your power tool is only as good as your contact tool, and his contact tool is lacking. His best exit velo on a batted ball in MLB is 102.8, but he's got the raw talent to you know get into one and get 106. Uh, obviously, we know he's throwing 101, so he's a decent candidate there. Uh, it's just a question of with the DH now, how how often do position uh, do pitchers get to hit short of a short bench and extra inning situation? So, can't imagine that he's going to have a chance to do it unless Tampa Bay specifically decides to throw him out there. And again, he converted to solely pitching because um, he wasn't that great of a hitter, but. Uh, another converted position player, Lewis Urkeg, reliever for the Brewers. Uh, never actually played in MLB as a hitter. Uh, kind of stopped at AAA. But some of the scouting reports of him were plus-plus raw power. Had you know the raw talent to get into one and hit 106 at the big league level. Just did not, like was not still a two-way player when he got to the bigs. As a reliever, he's touched 100. So not 101, but he's either a little bit of focused velocity work or one misaligned um, radar gun away from hitting 101. So he's a good candidate there. And then Baseball America points out, and I, I love that they found this, they point out that there is an active major leaguer who has done both of these that's not Shohei Otani. Um, 47 101 mile an hour pitches in his career as well as a guy who played shortstop in college and hit 106 miles an hour uh, on a single, on a base hit in 2015. And so problem is he's a pitcher. And obviously, unless you make a commitment to it, they don't get to play both ways. That guy 
is Mets pitcher Jacob deGrom. At this point, you could tell me just about anything about Jacob deGrom and I would believe it. I mean, you could tell me literally any statistic about Jacob deGrom and I would probably be like, yeah, that that tracks. Jacob deGrom's fantastic. In just a minute, I want to talk about why this is so hard to do and what the real odds of somebody being able to hit 106 on a batted ball and throw 101 are, as well as talk about a guy who could have been Shohei Otani before Shohei Otani had he been given the chance right here on Locked on MLB Prospects. And we're back. So, obviously, I've gone through couple prospects, I've gone through big league guys, and for every single one of them, we found a reason to kind of say, okay, this guy's not going to be able to do it. Um, okay, MLB teams take these two-way players, and they let them do both until they prove that in one of those areas, they're not able to do it. It is very hard to be Major League Baseball quality at one thing, never mind two. Um, Shohei Otani grew up in Japan, which is a very strong baseball culture. But he began playing baseball in his second year of elementary school. Um, Grew up through this, went all the way through um, Summer Koshian, which is the big national high school baseball tournament, uh, but like lived on campus, did nothing but uh, his schoolwork and focus on baseball. So he grew up focused on all of this. Uh, Was fortunate enough to be in a baseball culture that encourages you to go, you know, to go deeper into games to, to take on a bigger workload. Some of the throwing programs a lot of the Japanese players have. American players are amazed that they use their arm that much between starts and things like that. And then just kind of understanding that very, very hard to do and the odds are astronomically low that you're ever going to be able to do both. Um, and I think if you see an MLB player play two ways, and hit both of these metrics. Hit a ball 106, throw a pitch 101. It's going to have to be somebody who plays a less demanding defensive position, right? Uh, Somebody like like a shortstop or a catcher. That's a person where it is a very demanding position. Physically, shortstop, you're running a lot. Catcher, you're up and down off your knees. It is, they're very physically demanding, even the outfield. You're running around a lot. Very physically demanding uh, position. And so the amount of work required to prepare for a start as a starting pitcher with your bullpens and your stretching routines, your conditioning and all of that, it's hard to have the time to do that and play a premium defensive position. I think you'll see... People attempt it as a DH, maybe even a first baseman, so like Bubba Chandler or Reggie Crawford. Something where you still have to work on 
the other aspect of the game, but it's not as time-consuming. It's not as physically exhausting. And ultimately, I don't think... Like, I think it's safe if I had to place a bet on it. Shout out Bet Online. If I had to place a bet on it, I think I would bet on nobody doing these things in the same game but Shohei Otani. Because again, the odds of being MLB level at both of these things are astronomically low. But I do want to talk about a guy real quick that could have been one of the best two-way players in baseball had he been given the chance. Um, so 6-6-220, right-hander, pitched at the University of Minnesota. Uh, first team All-American in 1973. Uh, two-time All-Big Ten guy in 71 and 73. 9-1 in his senior season. 2-7-4 earned run average. 109 strikeouts in 82 innings. Also batted 385 and 130 at-bats with 33 RBIs. Um, was named most outstanding player of the 1973 College World Series despite Minnesota losing. Uh, so at the plate, 7-15 with a home run. Offense, I'm sorry, uh, pitching, 17 and a third innings pitched over two starts. Nine hits allowed, one run, 29 strikeouts. Was drafted by five teams in five leagues and three major sports. Was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings. Was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks. Was drafted by, you know, a bunch of teams. But was taken number four overall by the San Diego Padres. And Dave Winfield never went to the minors. He went straight from college to the major leagues. One of the few players in modern baseball to not ever play in the minors. College, straight to the pros. Uh, career slash line, 283, 353, 475, with 465 home runs, 12 all-star games, seven gold gloves in the outfield, and won a World Series championship in 1992 with the Blue Jays. And he was such a good pitcher in college that they didn't want to let him bat because they were worried about losing him as a pitcher because he was so integral to the team. Uh, they finally did. Obviously, that senior season, he batted 385, but showed just absolute dominance in college as a pitcher. We didn't have a lot of, we didn't have radar guns back then you know, like prolifically at every ballpark. It's believed he threw, you know, mid to upper 90s in college. So I think if you put Dave Winfield, if you took Dave Winfield out of college and put him in MLB right now, he would be your best chance at doing what Shohei Otani has done as far as in the same game. We have, you know, rule setups where you can have two-way players. Uh, but he would have your best chances of throwing 101 and have an exit below of 106 and excelling at such a high level in both aspects, in both pitching and hitting. Um, never pitched in the big leagues. Shame he didn't get to do it. But that'll always be the kind of question was what, how good of a pitcher would Dave Winfield have been?
Having a great week this week. Loving it. If you've made it this long in the video, do us a favor. Go ahead and, and like and subscribe to the video on YouTube. Helps us out a ton as far as discovery. If you're on audio and you're already here, or you've made it all the way here, go out to your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review. Uh, that really does help as far as giving us feedback as well as helping with the discovery and things like that. Remember, if you have questions for the mailbag, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. Show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm. Or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. Uh, until tomorrow's show, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Um.